Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Well, hello there. This is Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we're talking about taking a break, but not a vacation, not a timeout, not like a mini break in the middle of the day. I'm talking about taking a mental health break, a mental health day, not a day off, not a day where you lounge around watching TV, although if you want to do that, if that's how you want to spend your day, that's up to you. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about deliberately taking time away from the regular routine and stresses of the day so we can prevent overload and regain some balance, some groundedness in our life. Taking a mental health day. Now, growing up, nobody ever did this, right? It it was thought, life is hard, you tough it out, and you go through it. And so for a long time, I had that belief that, hey, you know, I can manage this. But when we get sick... We stay home and heal up by laying in bed, right? When our body's not working well, when we have a cold or flu or something else we're dealing with, we take time off because we know that the best way to heal and feel better is to rest and regroup. So when our body has been pushed to the limit and we're exhausted and ill, we're more likely to take a break, spend a day of sick time, to heal up because we know if we do it then at the beginning or midway through that we're going to get through it quicker and that when we return to work we will be more productive and more effective you know what it's like to work through a day when you're not feeling good it's hard to get anything done we certainly don't get as much done as we do when we're healthy and feeling good and we certainly aren't as focused so yeah taking a sick time is part of the norm taking a sick day to rest. But why don't we do the same for our mental health? Because I think it's equally or even more important. What happens when we don't respect our mental health? We get burned out. Chronic stress also makes us physically ill. It uh, impacts chronic illness and our pain levels, but also impacts our mental health, can contribute to depression. You know, when we are overwhelmed, we have too much to do and too little time to do it. We also have a harder time focusing and concentrating. We tend to make more mistakes at work and it also makes it harder for us to sleep. So we're not getting the quality of sleep we need to restore and balance out those stress levels. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you can't catch up and you're on the edge all the time and unhealthy, and stressed out, might be time to consider a mental health day. 
I did this a couple weeks ago, and it was the first time I ever called it that. You know, my job can be somewhat flexible. I'm self-employed. But the reality is you're working all the time to keep your business going when you're the only one here, right? So there's constant work as a writer, as a mother, as a, a person living in the world. And there's constant stress. We all have it. This is nothing new and this is nothing unique to me. But a few weeks ago, I did it differently. I took a mental health day. And I called it that because I wanted my daughter to hear me say those words. I wanted her to know that I value my mental health as much as I value my physical health and the other things in my life. And I wanted her to know that it's okay to do that. Now, I'm not talking every day. I'm a person who rarely uses sick time because I like to work and I, I don't feel good just laying in bed unless I'm really ill. I get restless. It's not a judgment call. It's just the way it's worked for me. I also work at at home, so I'm not going to work infecting everyone else, which I'm pretty sensitive about. So if you're ill, don't take it to the office. But a a mental health break a few times a year, um, you know, a, a day or two every six months might just be the antidote that helps you not only manage your physical health, and make you less susceptible to the colds and viruses that are out during this season, but also helps you to be more engaged and motivated and productive at work. It's okay. In fact, it's essential to take care of our mental health. So what does a mental health day look like? First of all, it's something that I often schedule when I do this. And again, it's only been a couple of times, but I scheduled them in advance. I could tell by my schedule and the demands of my job, the way things were heating up and my sense of stress and overwhelm that I was going to do better with a break. I didn't just walk off the job. I wasn't at that point, but I managed it. And simply having it in the calendar, knowing that I was going to take this day off for self-care We'll talk about how I use my day and some ways you might be able to use your day coming up in a, in a few minutes. But I scheduled in advance because I wanted to plan my workload around it so I didn't leave anyone in the lurch, so I didn't drop my obligations, but also I wanted to have it to look forward to. I could see that I was finishing, coming to the end of a busy period where I had tons of deadlines and the launch of some new projects and different changes going on here. Lots of appointments. I was out of the office a lot. And I know myself and I know that all that stimulus is a lot for me to handle over time. So I planned it right at the end of that when I knew I needed to recover. I needed some mental recovery time. Okay. So look at your schedule. Think about the times when you've got a, a intensity. I just heard of a woman who's a teacher and, and she just had a series of uh, choir concerts for the school and she took a mental health break after those string of performances because typically she is exhausted and she knows that if she pushes on then she's not going to be as effective as she could be when she regrounds herself and she often gets sick. So she took a day to regroup mentally, to catch up on her sleep, and to get some space between the overwhelm of the previous week and to prepare for what's coming ahead. I think that's a conscious decision. And I think in this world where we're constantly bombarded by responsibilities and information, that it's essential to do this every once in a while. So 
Plan ahead. When, how are you feeling now? Have some self-awareness. What's going, and what's coming up in your schedule, your daily life that you not only need to be prepared for, but you might need a reprieve from to sleep or to exercise or to create art or do self-care in whatever form that looks like for you. Now, I know people that every once in a while schedule time to clean their house. That's therapeutic for them. That is not my way. (laughs) I don't clean my house. But on your mental health day, what's essential is you do some things to nourish your physical and your mental self. And if folding the laundry or vacuuming the floor is part of that for you, that can be fine. The important thing is to identify the circumstances that are arising when a mental health day might be beneficial to you and then to schedule it ahead of time. Now what? You don't have to talk to anyone about this in the terms of this is your mental balance day or this is your day to regroup. If you're employed, you probably have sick time and it's a good time to go to your boss either that morning or, you know, the week before and just say, you're going to take a sick day on Friday. You don't have to justify or share what you need or explain how you're sick. If you don't have that kind of relationship, if you are having some mental health struggles and you feel safe doing so, workplaces now have employee programs that will help you identify uh, mental health providers in your office or in your area that can offer counseling and, and therapy, usually free of charge. And that might be beneficial too. I've used those programs before. I, you know, I'm a fan of therapy. So If you're struggling with mental health issues, if you are concerned about depression or high levels of anxiety, this could be time to access those services to help you through, right? The point here is to know what you need and to have some sense of what would help and what would make you feel good and what would help you um, regroup a little bit to prevent deeper challenges ahead and to schedule time to do that thing. So if that thing involves therapy, set up an appointment right now, go forward with that. Okay. So you've got your day scheduled. It's coming up on the calendar. You're calling in sick. You're taking your mental health day. Now, what's that day going to look like for you? Well, it looks like whatever makes you feel good, but be deliberate in how you plan your time. And what I mean by that is plan some of it to be nourishing to you. Plan to go get a massage if that's your thing, or plan a workout, plan to sleep in or take a nap. You know, often the part of the brain that interprets our thoughts and feelings and and sensitivities is really dependent on sleep to work well. And when we are stressed out or overwhelmed at work or at home, we're generally not getting the sleep we need. Sometimes just the busyness of life everyday moments keep us from sleeping well or getting to bed early enough. And many of us are getting up really early in the morning. So that means that those portions of our brain that are activated to help us manage our feelings and our moods, interpret thoughts, and feelings and our executive function to schedule our days and make it through are impacted. They don't work well when we're malnourished, when we're not eating well, and when we're not sleeping. So maybe your mental health day is a day of rest. Sleep in. 
take a nap, go to bed early. That might be all you need to bolster your cognitive and emotional powers and strengths and to return to work or return to the responsibilities at home feeling better and more motivated, less stressed, okay? When you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, when you're noticing you're having trouble focusing or concentrating at work or at home, when you're more irritable and impatient, when your body is achy, those are indicators that you need a mental health day. Schedule that day, take that day, and then before it arrives, plan out how you want to spend it. My mental health day I got up, I had a quiet time for meditation, a long, slow cup of coffee, and then I read a book that I've been wanting to read for work and for this podcast. It's one that had been interesting to me, but I haven't been getting the reading time I need for my work or the reading time that I enjoy. I'm a writer and a podcaster. A lot of my job is about taking in this new information. Fortunately, that's also a really enjoyable thing for me to do. So on my mental health day, I slowed things down and I read a book about writing that I wanted to go through. And then I did a light workout. Those things were planned. I had some framework to know how I wanted to spend my day. But Then the very next thing, I didn't know what would come next. So when you're planning your mental health day, be deliberate in the things you add in that will plug your energy drains and help you restore. But also schedule in some unplanned time. In the afternoon, I had a block of time that wasn't planned at all. My life is filled with deadlines, right? That's how it goes for a writing career often. If you want to publish, that's how it is for my family. I have to be up at a certain time. My daughter gets up at a certain time. The carpool for school starts at a certain time. Dinner's a certain, everything is planned. So for my mental health day, I had the morning plan, things that I knew would help me restore and feel good that I didn't want to put off because I knew it would make me feel better. But then I had the afternoon to myself without anything scheduled. And at first I was at loose ends a little bit. I'm not used to that. But then it was real quick how fast I came up with things I wanted to do. I binge watched a show. I made myself a good healthy lunch and I actually ate it while sitting down at the table, not at my desk. So that felt good, right? Nourishing ourselves with the food and the things that help us slow down and become self-aware and relax and calmer. It felt good to slow down and sit at the table in the quiet and eat a good salad. I felt like I was taking care of myself and and that felt good. Maybe for you, you want to you know, go get a facial or you want to cook a special meal that you've been wanting to try and have never gotten time for. Maybe you want to read books or listen to podcasts or go for a run. Just mix up the routine by focusing on you, on restoring, on health, on nourishment for your mind, for your body and your spirit. You know, when I wrote You Recharge, I was coming out from a place where I was just exhausted all the time. I was not doing the things that elevated my body and my brain. You have to nourish both things with the thoughts that you put into your head, the feelings that you have, the awareness, and with the food you put in your body. So on my mental health day, I didn't want to take anything away by eating poorly. So I worked out a little bit and I ate a good salad and I felt happy with myself. I felt good 
that I took a moment for me. That doesn't happen very often in the world where we take that time. And in the afternoon, during my unplanned, spontaneous time after watching a show, I felt so creative. I began working on another project, something that nobody may ever see. I might not ever publish it. I might not ever produce it. But it felt so fun to be able to play around with an idea just as a way of working my imagination and playing around instead of something that was for the job. So think about how you want to spend your mental health day. Think about how you're going to nourish your mind and your body. Think about how you're going to break up your time and where the unplanned time is going to be. And then when you come up to that on your schedule, sit quiet for a minute and recognize, okay, it's noon now. Now, what will I do to nourish myself? What will I do to regroup? And then go take your nap or go for your run or play with the dog or whatever makes you come alive, okay? This is about plugging the drain of overwhelm and stress, stopping the things that are stripping our energy from us, and then filling up on the things that add meaning and make us feel good. Simply start today, schedule your mental health day. Think about how you're going to take it and when. Be deliberate. Look at a time when your schedule is, maybe you're ready for a break now. Think about when you can take that. But also look at your schedule and see when a real tumultuous time is coming up. And after you get through that, maybe that's the best time to regroup. And then consider how you're going to talk to your supervisor or how you're going to talk to your family and make this a reality. And after that, have fun thinking about how you're going to spend this day. Maybe you're on the edge and feeling sick and you're just going to rest all day and, and drink good juice and, and lay in bed. Then do that. But as you see this day coming up on your schedule, get excited. Know that this is a gift for yourself and you deserve that. Because when we take time to nourish our body and our brain, we will come back stronger, healthier, more resilient, and more productive than before. So simply start today. When will you take your mental health day? And how will you spend that time nourishing yourself? I think this is a a new practice for me. Again, it's not going to happen every month, not every week. And I think it's essential that we use the habits and practices we talk about here on the show each week to manage our daily stress and our daily lives. So we build resilience and we keep ourselves from falling ill and into overwhelm and burnout. But every once in a while, I think it's important to honor ourselves, to nourish our bodies and our brains, however we need to do that. And right now, I think a mental health day is simply nifty. I think it's a way of protecting the things we are creating in this world and regrouping and revitalizing our energy, nourishing our bodies and our brains so we have more to give, to share and give to our family and friends, our coworkers, our workplaces, and the world so that we can restore and revitalize so that we can do the things that make a meaningful difference in our lives and the lives of others. By nourishing ourselves, by taking care of our brains and our bodies and our spiritual side, I think it's a very modern day approach to living well, doing good, and being happy. I think we can make a meaningful difference 
that'll carry us through the next stage of our lives and help us create the businesses and the families and the dreams and the lives we want to live. I think that's important stuff. What do you think about this? Have you ever taken a mental health day? Is it something you're willing to try? Do you think it's feasible in the workplace? Are supervisors and managers becoming more enlightened? Are they recognizing the value of having a staff of people who are healthy and mentally strong and physically well and motivated and excited? Do you think there's a place for that today in our modern day business world? Let me know. You can find me at polycampbell.com or join me on Facebook at Polly Campbell Author. I'm curious what you think about this. I'm telling you what, it's working for me. My mental health day was the reboot I needed to get going again and get excited again and stay healthy this fall and winter. So give it a go. I think it's a modern day approach that can help us live better in a complicated world. And that will help us all live well, do good and be happy. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.